Hey there, welcome to Skincare School, your ultimate skincare study guide. My name is Amy Clark and I'm Adore Beauty's Senior Editor. And I'm Michelle Wong of Lab Muffin Beauty Science. This week on Skincare School. I feel like exfoliants are really just a very nice, quick thing where you wake up the next day and your skin looks glowy, whereas like the other things... Exactly. ...takes a while. So if you're impatient, this is like just that instant dopamine hit of beautiful skin. Usually it's about a month where you have to just be really, really careful with your products. You have to really limit the actives you're using. And it's so annoying because you can see all your products sitting over there and you can't (laughs) use them. They're whispering to you like... Come to us. <laughs> We're waiting for you, Michelle. Yeah, it kind of always comes back to the skin barrier. Exactly. Love thy skin barrier. Respect thy skin <laughs> barrier. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I'm great, Amy. How are you? Good. I actually just saw that you had a skin treatment earlier today, which is quite interesting. I did. It was a laser treatment and I am like the biggest wuss when it comes to laser. I made them numb up my face and they gave me like two codeine tablets before I went in. (laughs) Um, And then someone told me later that someone else did it with nothing. And I was like, oh, the things we do for beauty. I know. I know. (laughs) I feel like this is going to be a really fun one for you because the last few episodes, we have been doing some pretty hectic stuff with ingredients that are really hard to pronounce. All those vitamin A's and the vitamin C compounds and all of that. But today we are talking about exfoliation. This is personally one of my favorite favorite steps in my skincare routine. I don't know about you, but exfoliation, when I think of it, it's all about that glow, radiant, glowy, fresh looking skin. So please tell us what actually is exfoliation and what, like, how does it work? What does it do for the skin? So very, very basically what exfoliation is, is taking off dead skin cells quicker than normal. Your skin naturally sheds dead cells. It sheds about one layer a day. And you actually do want dead cells on your skin because you've probably felt when there aren't dead cells on top of your skin and that's when your skin starts stinging. So when you have living cells, they're pretty fragile. They're not all that happy. So we have about 15 to 20 layers of dead skin cells on top. The problem is if we have too much, then your skin sort of looks rough, dull, not as glowy. And so exfoliation can help speed that up a bit. I feel like exfoliants are really just a very nice, quick, satisfying thing where you wake up the next day and your skin looks glowy. Whereas like the other things. Exactly. Takes a while. So if you're impatient, this is like just that instant dopamine hit of beautiful skin. Exfoliation is definitely one of my favorite steps in my skincare routine. But when we're talking about exfoliation, we're actually, there's different types of exfoliation. It's like everything with this in skincare. There's an umbrella thing. And then there's like, here's like dot point A, subsection two. This is it's the same with exfoliation. So run me through the different types of exfoliation for skincare. Yeah. So it's kind of nice because there are different types of exfoliants. So if one doesn't work for you, then you have other options that you can turn to. So physical exfoliants, buff off dead skin cells physically. So it's sort of like a very gentle sandpaper on your skin. Um, Hopefully very gentle. I'm sure some people use like straight up sand. (laughs) So we want to go gently. So with physical exfoliants, we have things like scrubs with hopefully rounder grains. So generally like the rounder the grain, the 
more gentle. You can use a washcloth. You can use like a peeling gel as well. So that has like bunching fibers. So with physical exfoliants, with any product, there are pros and cons. The biggest pro of physical exfoliation is that it works immediately. So you can immediately see what the effect is. And that also means that you can stop because sometimes with chemical exfoliants, which we'll talk about a bit later, you don't really see how far you've gone until the next morning. With physical exfoliants, you can feel it start to hurt. The problem is some people feel like that pain is a sign that it's working well and so they chase Mm. the pain. Um, No, we are not about beauty's pain. Maybe in some areas like maybe some, you know, skin needling, that's good. Lasers, yeah. Yeah, but not a scrub that's like literally scratching up your face. (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, just try to be very gentle. Um, The biggest con is just that it's, the one you start with and a lot of people just go overboard and yeah just be careful with that so yeah the ingredients you're looking for you can usually tell because with most scrubs if you touch the product you'll feel grains a lot of them use jojoba seed oil beads and these are generally the gentlest and they're also biodegradable which is good there are also plastic beads the biggest problem with that is obviously the environmental issue so try to avoid it where you can it's actually getting a bit harder to find plastic scrubbing beads so it's not that hard to avoid Peeling gels are probably my hands-down favorite type of physical exfoliant. They have these little fibers that bunch up together, sort of like pencil eraser bits after you rub something out. That's such a good analogy. Yeah, so they're really soft. They're really gentle um, and you can press a lot harder than you can with the scrub without hurting your skin. Ask any beauty editor about exfoliation and, yes, they might tell you about physical exfoliation, But us beauty editors love chemical exfoliation and it's kind of like when we're talking about acids, that's when we're talking about chemical exfoliation. So let's break down, Michelle. Why should we be putting acid on our faces? All right. So first off, with acids, we're really talking about hydroxy acids. These are the exfoliating acids. So don't think that you can just chuck vinegar on your face and it'll exfoliate. So there are three common categories of hydroxy acids. There are AHAs, which is alpha hydroxy acids, BHAs, which are beta-hydroxy acids, and a newer one, which is PHAs, which is polyhydroxy acids. The first one is alpha-hydroxy acids. These are probably the most common ones, and out of the alpha-hydroxy acids, the most common one is glycolic acid, followed by lactic acid. There's also other ones like mandelic acid, um, which is getting more common. So alpha-hydroxy acids unstick the cells from your skin, essentially. So the nice thing about these chemicals folins is that you can put them on and then they'll work. You don't have to wonder about how long you have to leave it on. You just follow the instructions on the packet and you should get a good result without over exfoliating. With physical exfoliants, there's a lot more like user error. I think if you know what your skin is doing, if you know how to listen to your skin, then it's not such a big issue. But with chemical exfoliants, they're a little bit more, I guess, noob friendly. Yeah, love it. Now, there's also beta-hydroxy acids. These ones are a little bit more oil-soluble than alpha-hydroxy acids, so they tend to be better at exfoliating if you have really oily skin or if you have lots of clogged pores. So if you have more acne-prone skin, if you have lots of blackheads, then the beta-hydroxy acids are probably better. I keep saying beta-hydroxy acids, but in reality in skincare, there's only really one beta-hydroxy acid, and that is salicylic acid. This also doubles up as an anti-inflammatory agent, so 
So it's quite good for if you've got acne, it can help calm down any inflammation. So it's a big favorite of mine. I have pretty oily skin. It's pretty acne prone. And salicylic acid is kind of my go-to when I have too much going on with my skin. One other type of hydroxy acid that's been getting more popular is the polyhydroxy acids. These are meant to have very similar effects to alpha hydroxy acids, but they're apparently gentler, less irritating, and they also don't make your skin sun sensitive, which we'll get to in a bit. They don't have as much evidence for them, but they do show up in products. The most popular ones are gluconolactone and bionic acid. They tend to be a bit of a more gentle option if you find alpha hydroxy acids too much. And then we also have enzymes. Enzymes are little proteins and they chew up dead skin cells. Yeah, I like to think of it as like, um, what's that game? Pac-Man? Is it, you know, where where he's like, nom, 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 nom. That's how I like. I know you've probably got a much more scientific. That is pretty (laughs) accurate from a scientific standpoint as well. (laughs) So yeah, these chew up, again, they just sort of dissolve up your skin cells. They free them so that they can come off in smaller bits. The biggest pro with enzyme exfoliants is that they tend to be a bit gentler because they're bigger. They don't get in as deep as alpha hydroxy acids or beta hydroxy acids. The biggest con is probably most of them are wash off products. So if you're looking for something you can slap on your face after cleansing, then enzymes probably aren't going to be it. But enzymes are really good as like a mask or if you see them in cleansers. So common enzymes are things like papain and bromelain. These are actually from papaya and pineapple. So you might have heard things like you can use pineapple to soften your meat to make your like your beef oh, more tender. Interesting. Exactly the same process. So now if you've ever seen written somewhere online or you've seen something about AHAs or BHAs or PHAs and you've had no idea what they were on about, now you know. So let's get into the pop quiz. Well, let's talk about some myths with exfoliation because we all tend to get a bit excited when it comes to these exciting ingredients. So it's good to know what's true and what's a myth. So my first question, can you over exfoliate? Can you exfoliate too much? Definitely. I have done it so (laughs) many times. Um, The look on your face just then, I could see some past trauma perhaps of like an exfoliation. Yeah, just regret. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... Overexfoliation is very, very real. I feel like until you've accidentally overexfoliated, you aren't a proper skincare junkie yet. Yeah, it's a it's a hard lesson to learn. <laughs> yeah. The bad news is it takes ages to get over. So what's happening when you overexfoliate? You have exfoliated too much. Like I said before, you need some dead skin cells. You don't want to get rid of everything because it has a purpose. That layer of dead skin cells called the stratum corneum that is actually there to protect your skin. So it protects it in two ways. Firstly, it protects it by keeping stuff out. So irritants from your other products, just irritants in general, germs, it's keeping all of that out. And it's also keeping water and other substances your skin needs inside your skin. So it's a really good barrier. Exactly. I love that you've just said barrier because sometimes there's a few different terms floating around like we hear, um, how did you say it? Stratum Stratum corneum. Yes. Excellent. (laughs) Stratum (laughs) corneum skin barrier also like if you hear sometimes people talking about your skin's microbiome like there's all these things but Mm. essentially when we're talking about that 
layer of dead skin cells or the stratum corneum, um, we're talking about your skin barrier and you don't want to impair your skin barrier. Exactly. So, yeah, if you overexfoliate, you've done too much, you've thinned it down too much. Usually you can tell because your skin starts to sting with products that don't usually sting it. It might even sting with like water. So at that point, your skin is like a newborn baby. You need to just baby it for about, I've heard people say it takes like two months for their skin to heal. It can take shorter depending on how far you've gone. Usually it's about a month where you have to just be really, really careful with your products. You have to really limit the actives you're using. And it's so annoying because you can see all your products sitting over there and you can't (laughs) use them. They're whispering to you like, come to us. (laughs) We're waiting for you, Michelle. And you're like, no, I'm just on my cleanse and moisturizer and sunscreen. Yeah. (laughs) Now I want to talk about the tingle because when we're talking Mm. about chemical exfoliants, we often hear about how they tingle, even bordering on stinging, but kind of like tingling and stinging in a good way. So how much should a chemical exfoliant tingle? Like, is there a point where it can tingle too much when it's like, oh, I think you might be burning your face off. So in general, no, acids don't have to tingle to be working. Some products are formulated differently and they will tingle, but they don't need to tingle to work. So don't feel like if your skin doesn't feel anything, it's not working. It is working. Just follow the instructions on the label. So I think, yeah, if it tingles, don't worry too much if it's meant to tingle. If it doesn't tingle, don't try to make it tingle. But if later on you're using your normal products and they tingle, even though they're not meant to, then you've used too much. I want to ask your thoughts about whether you can actually run out of skin from exfoliating because there's there's kind of a few um, schools of thought on this topic mm. is that, you know, with cell turnover is do we just have this infinite number of cells that can just keep turning over and turning over or can you eventually run out of skin <laughs> cells at some stage? So the short answer is no, you aren't going to run out of skin if you exfoliate more. So, yeah, the theory is you only have so many skin cells in your lifetime and if you exfoliate then you're using up your skin cells and having them all peel off and there is a limit but the limit is something ridiculous it's like well beyond a normal person's lifetime so no you won't run out of skin and then finally let's talk about physical exfoliants because as we touched on slightly you know the danger with the physical exfoliant or manual exfoliation where you're physically rubbing something into your face is that you can kind of get a bit hectic in there and go too much. Often you'll hear about something called micro tears with physical exfoliant. So like can physical exfoliants actually tear your skin? I think it's incredibly unlikely. There is no evidence that they do cause micro tears. I'm sure if you use like, I don't know, if you use ground up glass, <laughs> you can probably oh, force yeah. a micro tear. That's a great idea for a DIY exfoliant. <laughs> yeah. do, do not do that. But yeah, there's not much evidence that it can. It's probably just ex- over exfoliation. It's that straight up you're just getting rid of too many cells on your face. Yeah, it kind of always comes back to the skin barrier, right? Like love thy skin barrier, respect thy skin (laughs) barrier. Exactly.
Before we go through our best-in-class products for exfoliation, I have to ask, Michelle, give us kind of the best practice tips on how to incorporate an exfoliant in your routine. So, you know, how many times a week should I exfoliate? But also for anyone who might be listening who's never put an acid on their face, what's the safest way to start to keep that all-important skin barrier healthy and happy? So I think it's always best to look at what the product tells you to do and follow the instructions. But I think one of the problems is sometimes the products don't have the best instructions. So in general, you should only need to exfoliate a few times a week. You probably don't need to exfoliate every day. Everyone is slightly different. So I'm sure there is someone out there who can exfoliate three times a day and their skin is great. But for most of us, we should probably start once a week and then maybe build up to twice a week and then maybe three times a week. But past that, I don't think you get massive benefits and you'll probably just irritate and inflame your skin. So yeah, start slow. Yeah, start slow. And I think when you think about the other products you're using in the same routine, so say if you listen to episode four where we talked about vitamin A, if you're using a chemical exfoliant, say, three to four times a week or three times a week, and then you also want to be using your retinol serum or whatever it is, it can kind of get too much because all of these ingredients, they're about turning over those cells. So mm. it's its about sometimes like, for example, my sweet spot is to either use a product that's been formulated with both. Mm-hmm. So I know we've talked about the um, Alpha H Liquid Gold Midnight Reboot Serum before where it has the glycolic acid and the granactive retinoid together. And so that is like, to me, that's like easy. They've done it for me. I don't need to worry. Otherwise, previously I've done, I'll exfoliate on a Sunday and then I do my vitamin A on a Wednesday, you know, like kind of space it out a little bit. Mm. But definitely, yeah, slow and steady, see how your skin reacts and go from there rather than just getting way too excited. Exactly. So I've personally been using chemical exfoliants for about like, maybe 10 years now. And I use chemical exfoliants twice a week and I use retinoids twice a week. And I do a really, really light peeling gel once a week. Because remember, if you over exfoliate, if you go too fast, then you have to not use stuff for like two weeks, one month, two months. You don't want to go too far. No, you don't want to be in like a detention for your skin barrier. You don't (laughs) want your barrier to put you in detention. What about when in the routine? Because often you'll hear use exfoliants or use chemical exfoliants at nighttime, but is it just a nighttime thing or does it come back to just read the instructions? In general, reading the instructions is always the best thing. With alpha hydroxy acids, with these chemical exfoliants, there aren't any that break down in sunlight or react with your skin specifically in sunlight. So there isn't any like straight... No. The best thing is where it fits into your routine. For most people, it fits in best in their routine at nighttime. With retinoids, there are some which do break down in light and some vitamin C products that do break down in light. But for chemical exfoliants, yes, just whenever in your routine, I would recommend using them on clean skin. If they're a scrub or if they're a wash-off enzyme peel, then obviously you want to use it before you start doing your skincare routine. So you can wash it off without washing off your other products. But for most things after cleansing before serums. You can always just put the product on and nothing else. You know, like I know some people that have, that are more experienced acid users and they'll just pop on their glycolic treatment and go to bed. Because I have dry skin that 
is a little bit likes to throw a tantrum sometimes. I like to put a moisturizer or like a thicker cream over the top and it just kind of takes the edge off a little bit. So good tip if you're a beginner. And the other thing, which we've mentioned a few times, but I feel like we can always say again, you definitely want to be using a sunscreen with your chemical exfoliants. And it looks like this chemical, I guess, chemical exfoliant sun sensitivity, it lasts for about a week after you stop using oh, wow. your chemical exfoliants. Yeah. So even if you've stopped, keep using sunscreen. I mean, just use sunscreen. Just use it. Gosh, <laughs> how many times do we have to bloody say it? Let's get on to products. Okay. Let's start with the best beginner option. And probably the best in class beginner option, if you have never tried an exfoliant before, would be some kind of exfoliating cleanser. It's two steps in one. They're also a little bit more affordable than other traditional exfoliating products. But it's also kind of hard to go wrong or too far wrong mm-hmm. with a cleanser that also has exfoliating ingredients. So some of our favorites on the site and the best sellers are the Dermalist Ultra Hydrating Lactic Cleanser. So that one, obviously, lactic acid. The Skinstitute Glycolic Cleanser, which is a 12% glycolic. And the La Roche-Posay Micro Peeling Cleanser. And that one has salicylic acid, so it's a BHA. I'd love for you to explain, Michelle, how putting acids on your face in cleanser form is different to say if you were going to be using a serum or a toner or a liquid exfoliation? So I think the main thing is if we're using a serum, we tend to put it on our skin and then go to sleep and then we wake up the next morning and surprise, your skin is glowing or red and inflamed. But if you have a cleanser, then you wash it off. So it's not around for as long. You're limiting how much goes into your skin. So I think it's always safest if you have extremely sensitive skin as well to go with a cleanser because then, yeah, it's on, it's off. And when you go to sleep, you won't wake up with as nasty a surprise as you might if you just have like a full strength product that you leave on. They can also be really good. Like, for example, usually I'm pretty dry and I'd like to just use a milk or a cream cleanser or maybe even an oil. But sometimes if I feel like I'm getting a bit congested, like around change of the season, you know, if you're on your period or anything like that. Sometimes I like to sub in an active cleanser, an exfoliating cleanser, because it just gives that little bit extra than what I was doing Mm. before. The next step up from an active cleanser is probably that enzymatic exfoliation. So if you think back to the Pac-Man, we're going to get the Pac-Man on your face in a gorgeous mask or something like that to just chomp, 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 eat up all your dead skin cells. And our best in class for an enzyme mask is actually one of my favorites. It's the Skinstitute Enzymatic Micro Peel. This mask, it smells so good. Yeah, so this is like a really gentle enzyme mask. It's got papain in it, which is from papaya. You pop it on, you let the enzymes do their chomping, and then you wash it off. It's also just a really easy product to use, especially, again, if you're a beginner. I used to use this when I was really scared of acids. You know, it's like a really comforting, very supportive exfoliant. And the texture is very creamy. It kind of looks like a moisturizer when you squeeze it out of the tube. You can chuck on a layer on cleansed skin, leave it on for about 10 to 15 minutes. If you have dry skin, you can actually leave it on for longer, so up to 25 Mm. minutes. Because even though it's giving you the cell turnover, it's also quite hydrating. Yeah. So it's actually got lots of moisturizing ingredients in it. So it's sort of like a hydrating mask 
as well as an enzyme mask. It's got grapeseed oil, which is really good for adding oil to dry skin. It's also got niacinamide, which is a nice soothing ingredient that we talked about a few episodes before, that vitamin B3. So our best in class for physical exfoliants is the Dermalogica Daily Microfoliant. So this is a powder that you tip out onto your hand and it's got lots of cellulose in it, which is like basically ground up dead plant. Um, Mm, Yum! (laughs) So you mix it up and then you can just buff it on your face. It's really tiny grains, so it's just super gentle. You won't feel like you're scratching your skin or anything. On top of that physical exfoliation, it's also got a little bit of enzymes. It's got papain again, and it's got salicylic acid. So you get a little bit of actives along with your physical exfoliation. But yeah, I think it's hard to mess this one up. Yeah. And I will say that even though the name says daily, that doesn't mean that you have to use it daily you know if you are someone that has a skin barrier of steel and you just (laughs) you know you'd like to exfoliate every day sometimes it's nice to switch up between chemical exfoliants to do say one night of a physical exfoliant because it is that instant kind of baby soft smooth finish but also you can also just use this one a couple of times a week after cleansing and it really does feel like a bit of a science experiment when you're mixing Mm -hmm. this one in because you tip out the white powder into your palm and then what you do is actually add a little bit of water to then rub it between your palms and you turn it into a paste and then you go on with the paste and it just foams slightly it's very like there's a novelty about it that I love and actually something else which is really good is that when you run out which it actually takes forever to run Mm -hmm. out of this product because you only need a really small amount but when you do run out you can now buy like an eco refill you can buy a little refill pouch to fill up the tub again you know so doing oh, a bit so the environment yeah i love it so for our best in class aha or alpha hydroxy acid it's alpha h's liquid gold i would say this is one of those products that actually made glycolic acid cool again. I feel like it was probably about 10 years ago that they formulated this. It's kind of now like a cult product. Ask beauty editors about it. You hear all about it, liquid gold, because it kind of is liquid gold. Yeah, this has been around for ages. I remember, yeah, 10 years ago when I first started blogging, all these people were talking about liquid gold. And I was like, what is that? And like back then we didn't know what glycolic acid was. And liquid gold was just like what everyone was raving about. So yeah, it's one of the originals. It's very, very good. It's like a time-tested formula. It has 5% glycolic acid, so it's relatively strong. And it's got lots of alcohol in it. So I know a lot of people are a bit scared of alcohol, but the alcohol in this is actually helping that glycolic acid get deeper into your skin. So the problem with this is because it is getting deeper, it is more effective, but it also means you're more prone to over exfoliating. So again, even though it is liquid gold, don't put too much on. (laughs) That's the thing. I just love when someone hasn't used this before, you know, like if you recommend this to someone and you say, try this with kind of a knowing smile, (laughs) I guarantee they will come to you the next day or they message you in the group chat and they are like, I woke up with a new face because (laughs) it's just, it's just an incredible product. But go slow again, just a couple of nights a week. But yeah, it really Mm. is kind of, it is the best in class for a reason. So our best in class exfoliating serum is the ASAP Radiant Serum. We actually talked about this all the way back, I think was episode one. Episode one, gosh, what a lifetime ago. We've come so far (laughs) since then. Yeah, so um, it was our best in class for oily skin. 
And it's because it's just a really nice serum that combines alpha hydroxy acids and beta hydroxy acids. So I know I said a lot of the time people with oily skin like BHA more because it gets in. AHAs are also great. So I've personally got oily skin and I find that the BHA goes deeper into the pores and the AHA helps with like the overall glow. And so combining them is really good and having them both in the one serum means you don't have to worry about which one do I use tonight? How much do I use of each one? Have I used too much? You can just put one product on and not worry too much about all the fiddly stuff. So that's our best in class for at-home exfoliation, but then there's the next level that you can go to. Yeah, so if you like what your exfoliants are doing but you want to go deeper, don't just leave them on for longer. Don't just go to like a really, really strong product. The safest thing you can do is actually go to a professional for a proper chemical peel. So they'll be using much stronger products than you can get your hands on and they can use it safely. And so they can let that go a bit deeper into your skin and so that can tackle things like pigmentation it can tackle fine lines all of those things that exfoliants do but it'll do it better and the thing is too is you will feel the difference if between for example if I use liquid gold at home and then I go in for a a professional glycolic peel the level of tingling like it's worlds apart like I literally have my face fanned when I go and get a pill because it can kind of it can really feel like you go oh yeah this isn't so bad oh Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Like little ants biting your face. So that is our recommendation if you want to go next level exfoliation glow. But that brings us to the end of our lesson on exfoliation. Thank you, Michelle, as always, for your wise words of wisdom. And next week, we are going to be talking about some buzzy skincare ingredients. It's kind of, if you've ever heard about hyaluronic acid, for example, peptides, ceramides, squalane, these are the things we're going to be covering next week. So we'll see you then. See you later. Thanks for listening to Skincare School. If you're a bit of a teacher's pet, you'll find links to all the extra readings and products mentioned in this episode in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe in your podcast app and you'll get a notification the second our next episode drops. And while you're there, you might as well tell us what you think about our podcast. Leave us a review and a five-star rating. And don't forget to tell everyone in your life about Skincare School because at the end of the day, we are here to serve. See you next week.